citizens of Floodlandia, welcome back. On this episode, I have a great guest, known this guy probably 15 years, Liam Robinson. He's an absolute artist with a camera, and he's a skater. Avril Lavigne probably wrote Skater Boy after him, probably. I'm just speculation, but wouldn't be surprised. And me and him had a great conversation. I really think you'll enjoy it. Uh, here you go. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Floodlandia. I have a very special guest today, Liam Robinson. Dude, I've known Liam since... Dude, what is it, like 2004 or something? We go yeah, way back. Like man. <laughs> elementary school? Like, how long is it? Been? Dude, yeah. I, I... <laughs> decades. Dude, oh, wow, dude. It has been decades. It's wild. Sometimes I forget we've been around that long. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we grew up on the same street, like half a mile away, because the street's a very long street. But <laughs> the same school district, I guess, or whatever. So uh, how are you doing, Liam? I'm doing quite well. Uh, just got out of work been relaxing so good day you're very nice yeah you're so lucky that you're you're out of school already uh yeah. for the semester i've got another i've only got like three more days so i'm getting there but i've been realizing how long it's been since high school it's been like four years or you know we graduated four years ago now we're graduating again whole whole big thing dude yeah we're but, at the final push Absolutely. You happy to be so far removed from high school at this point, or do you miss it sometimes? What are your feelings on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm happy to be out. I guess I, I yeah. see it more as like I'm paying for my education now, so it's kind of more there's it's there's like stakes, but it's also like my choice, I guess. Like, right, I have the freedom to do what I want. Right, so I for like sure. That. You don't have to take like just a ton of random classes that have nothing to do with what you want to do <laughs> just because you're told to. Yeah. So, dude, I see that for sure. What's your major now? It's journalism or something like that, right? Yeah. Communications with like a focus in journalism. So I'm part of that uh, branch. Dude, very nice. Very nice indeed. So what sort of thing do you want to do with that? I know you're you're into like photography and like videography a lot, right? Yeah, anything behind a camera, really. But I've kind of opened up to, like, writing more with, like, journalism pieces and things like that. So oh, I wouldn't yeah. mind something in any field with, you know, cameras, writing, anything like that, really. Dude, that's awesome. Would you be into, like, investigative journalism or whatever? Like, dudes that just... Definitely. <laughs> that That's kind of what pushed me uh, for, like, getting this major once I... Yeah like set foot on campus and saw all the technology they had for like the media center and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I'm doing that. Dude, that's awesome. It's good when you have that click like that and you're like, okay, I know this actually is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. So, <laughs> dude, that's awesome. Yeah. I could see you on like the front lines of who knows what dude with your camera, just recording yeah. whatever the heck's going on for sure. You liked your school overall. You go to Franklin Pierce, right? Yes, so yes, I do. And yeah, like... I like it a lot. It's it's, I say it, it's like a less popular Keene State, but then yeah. like more people seem to know Franklin Pierce than Keene State. So right, it, yeah. I guess you know it's it's just like out in the woods somewhere, Ringe, New Hampshire. Yeah. I didn't even know this town existed until uh, I went to school there. And, it's wild. Um, yeah, it, it's just really remote, so it's like a good community and. I feel like the the professors also really care about the student body. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like sometimes if you go to a really big school with huge classrooms, it's hard for the teachers to care as much. Like, Or even, even if they care a lot, they can't give you the attention that they could give you if, like, I'm guessing, how big are your classes? Like, probably like 20 to 40 or something like that. I would, yeah, max is like 25 people. Like, that's, well, like, lecture classes will be like, 50-ish, but I've heard right. of people having lecture classes in the hundreds, yeah. multiple hundreds. I, I had uh, my freshman year physics lecture was 300 kids, dude. Like, it was... <laughs> it was wild. Oh, no, yeah, there's nothing like that at, at Franklin Pierce. It's, it's literally... I think the biggest class like, physically possible on campus is maybe like 150 people and it's like bio labs and chemistry and oh like right right mass <laughs> quantity science and stuff like that right okay dude but that makes yeah, sense no, it's, it's a great school that's awesome and do you like being kind of in the middle of the woods whatever like that kind of just uh, separated they, they give us uh they give us they give us kayaks to rent out and like <laughs> things to do up there so there's like there's activities and like recreational stuff. It's not just like plop down in the right. tundra. You got like right, right. a little common thing interest. I feel like yeah, that's awesome. And when you're like off campus and stuff, do you feel like New Hampshire like people are significantly different from like Greater Boston area, or is everyone kind of the same more or less? On campus, there's a lot of like I wouldn't say like city living like city dwellers yeah. i guess like yeah you got like boston people from boston and people from like new jersey and new york and stuff like that right but, uh, i i feel like it's a it's still like a college attitude everyone's kind of like young and you know on twitter all the time right, so right. Kind of like they're all connected no matter what and yeah, uh, yeah. i i feel like even if they are very like ur urbanized and like oh yeah i'm from the city i drive everywhere or like i don't go, i don't go on hikes uh, right. going to the school will like make them in like they'll sort of find things to do that they enjoy and it grows on them that's cool were you one of the people that it grew on or were you like going there knowing that you like kind of the hikes and all that stuff anyways hey, i actually i picked franklin pierce over keen state because it was sort of like remote and like woodsy um right just, it, like, it felt cooler to be out in there yeah, dude, absolutely. That's an experience. Does Franklin Pierce have more boundaries? Like when you're on campus, you're on campus. Or... Yeah, it's literally like the the drive onto campus is probably like a mile long. Oh like wow! There's there's just a strip of road that you drive up, and then it's like a hill that like takes you onto like the campus, or like the other way in. It's even longer because it just goes directly into like Ringe. The other one is like Walmart, oh, yeah. and there's like doors and stuff down the road right, uh, right it's yeah it's basically like its own little like town area like dude that's wild cool. <laughs> dude, that's awesome you kind of kind of enclosed there that's solid yeah. <laughs> so have you been able to or with your communication major have you taken classes specifically in like video and photography sort of stuff or is that stuff that kind of supplements the classes a little bit i would say it supplements the classes but as like i've become a senior it has gotten more like they're just pushing us to use equipment during class time like my right. uh covid kind of screwed up my uh production class oh geez yeah. 
but uh it like i i was kind of lucky enough like i had a camera like i could get adobe on my laptop to work and right. uh, i could do like remote learning i guess um but it it definitely does kind of go both ways like depending on the class oh yeah what classes are you taking now uh for i actually finished up this past semester with like music and film um american history or american immigrant history uh sing no broadcast journalism convergent journalism and uh oh gosh there's one more documentary studies oh so, okay oh wow just, that's cool so yeah definitely learning about all that sort of way to make documentaries and dude you gonna make the next tiger king <laughs> <laughs> i hope i hope that made a lot of money dude, absolutely <laughs> dude i feel like the future of documentaries is just getting on netflix for a solid like two months and just making a ton of money that way. And then it doesn't matter if yeah. anyone ever watches your documentary after those two weeks. You're <laughs> Just, still getting those Netflix checks. Yeah. yeah. Dude, absolutely. 100%. It's, it's kind of interesting how, like, I feel like with uh, documentary reporting and stuff, you got to find, like, something kind of wild out there that not everyone knows about. Like, dude, I had no idea about, like, the big cats sort of, like underworld there was till i saw that documentary yeah. but there is someone that must have just heard about that and been like dude wait a sec i think i think i can make yeah. a lot of money <laughs> looking into nobody's, this nobody's pointed a camera at this yeah what? <laughs> has there been anything you've uh, thought of that you were like oh wow i i wish i could or i should make a documentary about this like yeah there there have been a few times i uh back when my buddies used to like record and have shows at their house uh i really yeah. wanted to like somehow form like a a story about that oh and, yeah in like a documentary style i guess yeah, was that and, uh, uh north stone records or like yes. tj mooney and those guys yeah yeah that, awesome. that was it those are fun times yeah yeah that's that's wild that'd be cool like if they ever bring that back for sure, it'd be wild to kind of make a documentary about it. Yeah. I'm guessing probably around now there's not too many house shows going on with uh, social distancing. Yeah, no. The closest thing I can say I've been to that, that was like a show recently was back in August when uh, after our like two-week quarantine up at school, my roommate yeah. and I, he had uh, his band was playing. It wasn't even like a show. They were just practicing. Yeah. And... Uh, like it was at a barn and so there was like this big open field and they could play in like the barn and like have the door open and people could hear it and see them and like it was technically a show but like right. there was probably about like 20 people max there and it was like yeah. everyone was all spread out through this big field so right yeah. i actually yeah i was taking pictures at that and it was it, it felt good you know it was like we were at a show again oh dude absolutely you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that sort of thing becomes more common because people are going to want to have concerts again. And yeah. Just need, people need to find a lot of random barns that will be willing to <laughs> let them use their giant field. Yeah, Alex was lucky that he, he used to work at this place. That guy was cool. Wow, that's awesome. That's really cool. So do you um, do you do photography at shows a lot for like your friends and stuff like that? 
Whenever I can, yeah. It, it, with, like, school, I guess, it's kind of gotten, like, harder and, like, at, yeah, just whenever the opportunity <laughs> presents itself, I jump on it, so. That's awesome. Like, when, you, when you're taking pictures, like, where's your mind at? I know I'm usually more, like, nature photography, so I really have no clue about the first thing about taking pictures of, like, actual people. So I'm really interested about kind of how that goes a little bit. Mainly, I'm just trying not to be in the way. Like, yeah. with shows, it's kind of weird because, like, other people are also trying to, like, have a good time and enjoy the show. And I don't want to be, like, standing in the way, but I kind of do have to be, like, up front and sort of seeing what's happening i guess and uh right yeah there's like a there's like a mix of paying attention and also like watching out for like getting in the way of short people or like yeah. stepping on toes or like just like being a nuisance in general like right yeah yeah that makes sense and um are there any like you try to get like a lot of different angles or like how does that normally work i mainly try to focus on like if like a band is kind of right. like around a stage i'll try to just get shots of each of the members like individually right. oh okay sort of like portraits and as long as i get pictures of everybody like i'll just move around to wherever i can like get a good angle i guess yeah, that's so. that's smart what you were saying too made me realize how thankful i am that i'm not short being a short person at a concert <laughs> dude it's probably no, the yeah. worst thing ever <laughs> The amount of times I have, like, turned around to see somebody at, like, rib height. And I'm just like, oh, I'll get out of your way. You know. Dude, absolutely wild. Yeah. Should bring little, like, step stools to concerts or whatever. Straight up, yeah. <laughs> people need to. Dude, absolutely. I guess that's probably part of the reason these huge stadiums, it's all, like, on an incline. Or actually, yeah. that's that's probably because the the stadiums are so big too that it was flat. Like only like the first two rows of people would actually yeah. be able to see what the heck was going on. Yeah, I think it. I think it's something to do with acoustics too. I know. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, like that makes sound sense. reverberation and all that. Oh, true, dude. Dude, that makes a lot of sense. I wanted to get a sound recording technology minor, but uh, I was realizing how much work my major was, and it's like yeah. as much as I want to do that too. I I don't think I would be able to i know lee dalton goes to my school and he uh is in oh, the bad. same major as me and got that minor and dude i didn't realize this dude's like a wizard with like guitar pedals and stuff like he just makes them from scratch basically that's awesome yeah like that's absolutely wild one of my friends was like yeah i think there's only like two people at umass lowell that know how like tube amps work and lee dalton is one of those two people <laughs> yeah like That's not even surprising. Funny. It's wild. There's a ton of Woburn people at Lowell. Are, are you like the only Woburn kid at Franklin Pierce? Actually, no. I, oh, really? <laughs> I was really surprised this this past. Uh, there's a few people. Like my cousin graduated a few years before I came up, and uh, she's from Woburn. And yeah. uh, oh, I forget her name. Um, I was on a Zoom call doing some, like, mentor stuff. Like, I was a senior giving, like, experience to, like, incoming freshmen. Oh, and, nice. Uh, I, uh, introducing myself, I was like, hi, I'm Liam. My name is, like, my name is Liam. I'm from Woburn. I like to, like, skate. You'll see me walk around campus with, like, a camera. And, like, <laughs> as I finished up my introduction, somebody, like, started theirs. And they were like, hi, I'm Jackie. No way you just said you're from Woburn. Like, <laughs> So am I. And for the, like five minutes, her and I were just talking about, like, oh my God, like, who'd you have as a teacher? Where'd you go to school? Like, all that. And then the 
professor or whatever, she was like, all right, so uh, continuing, uh, <laughs> Max is, is really weird and funny. So that That's crazy. Yeah, dude, that that's awesome. I, I feel like it's always so funny when you're like, dude, I, I remember this person like 0%, but we, we grew up basically at the same school at the same time and just never really crossed paths till like four years later at a completely yeah. different school. <laughs> and so... Yeah, yeah. Small world. Dude, ab- absolutely, for sure. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah, uh... Dude, skateboarding and a camera. I think that's a pretty good elevator pitch of you, Liam. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, it's, it's a bad combo, but it, it's a, it's a fun one. That's awesome. Do you, do you almost uh, ever, like, accidentally almost break the camera when you're yeah. skating? Oh, jeez, yep. dude. Do you have? It's, it's only happened once, but. Oh, okay. Dude, that's it's pretty good then. Not too many times. Do you have it in like a protective case or is it just like out? Most of the time, like if we're going somewhere to shoot or like, I was taking pictures and videos like of my friend skating one time and like doing tricks and I had the yeah. camera out and I was like using it and uh, I hit a guy on a bike. Oh, jeez. He was kind of going slow. I'm not going to lie, but yeah. like, I just didn't see him straight up. That's wild. So I know the vibe between like cars and bicyclists isn't always the best. The the bicyclists, I, I think, have a superiority complex a little bit. What's the vibe between uh, skaters and bicyclists and then also skaters and uh, cars if you're like skating on like a street that doesn't have a sidewalk or something? I mean, personally, yeah. like if I'm behind the wheel of like my car, I hate everybody that's walking or on bikes. But if I'm right. on like a skateboard or something, it's, I, I flip. I'm like, why are you honking yeah. at me? Like I own the road. Dude, yeah. So. No, I, I can see that too. When I'm just like walking around, I kind of, the perspective completely flips. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> what are you honking at me for? I'm walking here. Dude, exactly. <laughs> that's funny. So wait, how long have you been uh, skateboarding for? Actually, I picked it up, like, ser- I mean, I've been longboarding for, like, a while. I've just, like, right. kind of always had a longboard since, like, the end of middle school. Like, oh, I got it you. It was a while ago when I got it. And, uh, yeah, no, this past, like, year, I only seriously picked up skating, like, learning tricks and stuff. And oh, okay. So, yeah, it's been, like, a short little introduction, really. Oh, dude, that, that's awesome, though. I feel like longboarding for so long must have helped you when you finally want to start doing tricks and stuff, because I feel yeah. like there's some people that right off the bat, they're like, okay, dude, I want to be Tony Hawk. It's like, wait a sec. I, I, don't, I don't think it quite works like that. You got to yeah. figure out how to skateboard first. Back, I think, seventh grade, I was like, yo, I'm going to learn how to skateboard. But uh, back then, my driveway was like super like kind of cracked and stuff, uneven. Right. And so I, I was trying to learn there. Ended up like fracturing my toe, dude. It was, it was a, it was a time, time and a half Rest for sure. In peace. <laughs> Honestly, then a few months later, the doctor had me wearing like work boots for a solid like two yeah. or three months. Like didn't need like a cast, thank God, but kept wearing like these Doctor Scholl's work boots or something, dude. It was no, a wild yeah, time. Get a steel toe to protect it, like. 
Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I think that definitely helped. And then a few months later, I tried skateboarding again. I was like, dude, I'm not giving up this easily. And yeah. then, then I almost like throw out my back. Like, dude, I was in eighth grade then. I didn't even know an eighth grader could throw out their back. I thought that was like yeah, an old geez. person thing. <laughs> but uh, at that point, I was like, you know, I I don't think the skate life's for me, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, you have to... I, I just got like I, you can't see it because of the light but like my elbow my palm like all down like this side of my body it's just got like bruises scrapes and all that but, oh jeez, it's a life yeah. you gotta get pads <laughs> wear, wear your helmets kids yeah. anyone listening wear your helmet be a safe smart individual don't crack your skull on the ground there we go yeah <laughs> for sure I, th I think this is a good psa you yeah. know, all the... <laughs> I just have to be responsible. Yeah. Uh, do, do as I say, don't as I, not as I do. Dude, exactly. We're being responsible for the listeners out there that are, I guess, too influenced by this podcast. Please take everything yeah. I say with a grain of salt, everyone. If that Good is not clear shirt. already, dude, I'm wearing a tie dye shirt, so I can't be trusted. I think it's as straightforward as that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's only half tie dye, so I only half can't be trusted. Yeah. <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, that's wild. So um, what's like the vibe at like skate parks and stuff? Is everyone kind of like trying to help each other out? Like if you're not quite getting something, are they like, dude, do it like this? Or does everyone kind of just want to be on there and doesn't really care that if like someone else is? I, I feel like there's an etiquette. You kind of like let people go and then you can go and they'll let you go. And like as right, long yeah. as nobody breaks that etiquette, like every park yeah. I've been to, it's it's always been like you just kind of like find the rhythm of people like taking turns right, and, uh, right every park i've been to there's always like a, a literal child that like doesn't know what's going on and they yeah. just kind of like <laughs> scoot or bike right through or like skate on by and everyone just kind of right. like has to wait and then like wait yeah. for the next person to go and then that sort of resets it so yeah i got I, you. I don't know i feel like it's very like communal it's fun yeah that's awesome you know, I've been to like a rock climbing gym a couple times and I feel like it's the same way. Like, I know that's like a business, so it's like slightly different, but still like everyone kind of just takes turns. And if someone needs a little help with something, they help them, but it's, it's pretty chill, dude. Uh, I, my sister rock climbs a lot and like some of my friends do. So that's why I'd go sometimes and like going up, dude, that's, that's the easy part. But then coming back down is where it gets tough. Cause I I've only been bouldering. I don't know how familiar you are with rock climbing, but we uh, actually did do, uh, one of my, my buddy, Joe, he showed us yeah. that. I, I don't know if you watched, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he free climbed this insane like cliff and like there was oh, a really? documentary shot about it on Netflix. So, Oh, I don't think I saw it now pretty good well, i'll check it out <laughs> but if you search free climb on netflix it'll pop up oh okay awesome that's gonna what i'm gonna do right after this podcast i think <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh dude i'd be bouldering so it's like not too high but you're not like strapped into anything so i right. get to the top and be like okay dude so there's there's two choices here. Either I climb back down, which I, I don't think I can physically do, or I just push myself off the wall and just yeah. hope I stick a landing. <laughs> so it, it, it's kind of wild, but dude, it's, it's fun once I can just like mentally be like, okay, dude, I'm falling either way, so just let yeah. it happen. <laughs> yeah. 
be in control falling or risk falling out of control Dude, yeah they've they've got like soft floors or whatever i don't know what it's called but i think like the gymnastics room at the high school had like similar floors like it's almost mm. like a trampoline slightly so you can only hurt yourself so much but yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> still it's it's a wild time do a lot of kids around uh franklin pierce rock climb because i'm guessing you guys probably have a lot of rocks in the woods around there we i don't I know my buddy Joe, he does, there's like at least two people that do, because the recreation room has like a small-ish, like it's a, it's a rock climbing room. It's just like a wow, basement yeah. area of a shed that, <laughs> it makes it sound way smaller than it is. It's like a very large shed, but like oh, it's, there it's a shed. And <laughs> yeah. uh, in the basement, there's like, a, the floor is lowered and there's like a like half foot of just like shredded up rubber and tires and oh wow i i feel yeah i feel like if there's like any sort of recreational activity it is like hiking kayaking like rock climbing skating anything like franklin pierce can accommodate it in some way and i think that's pretty cool yeah no that's that's really cool they've got kind of all the wilderness to their disposal a little bit because can't imagine literally. there's way too much out there besides franklin pierce <laughs> yeah literally yeah, dude, that's awesome. I know some people that go to, like, I forget where it is. Some of the schools in Maine, I feel like it's the same way. Just it's a lot of a lot of woods around there. It's cool. Dude, I can't imagine, like, going to a school in the desert or something. Like, <laughs> I think I was talking to someone on a different episode of the podcast. It's like, you know, dude, I'm I'm very content with the woods around here. Like, <laughs> if it was just a ton of sand and scorpions, dude, I, I don't think I'd be a fan. Yeah, my buddy, my buddy Nate actually did a, uh, the tour, like not tourism, um, study abroad. Oh in, yeah. Uh, Jordan, like, Oh wow. He left like a month before the explosion in Beirut. Oh wow. And it, it was ridiculous. Cause like he came back and did his like quarantine and all that. And then like, right. Saw him yeah. and, uh, like the week we saw him was the week of the explosion in Beirut and it was oh, like he geez. had just finished his quarantine like he had just gotten back home and like yeah. doing online courses for the last bit of the semester and uh wow, yeah, yeah he was like calling his friends and stuff and like talking to people he knew about it and it was ridiculous oh, that's crazy but he said going to school out there was incredible it was oh beautiful. really so, oh wow <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Sand school, sand schools might have uh, a <laughs> promise. <laughs> Dude, there we go. Dude, uh, wow, yeah, being in a whole nother country like that seems wild. I was thinking like Nevada or something, but yeah, I guess half the world is basically desert. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. It's probably not 50%, but yeah. so, <laughs> some large percentage is desert yeah, land. For sure. Yeah, Dude, honestly. It's got I've, sand, it's a desert. Yeah, <laughs> literally. All the beaches are just like deserts with water right next to them. <laughs> did you ever study abroad or did you want to study abroad or anything like that? Uh, yes, I wanted to. Uh, the closest thing I did was back in high school, the senior Germany trip. And that was kind of cool. But like other oh, than yeah. that, no, uh, I've sort of, I've been to Canada once, but no, not a lot of traveling for me. So. Oh, dude, I got you. Where would you have wanted to go? Would it have been somewhere like canada or germany like if you were to go through school or something or would you want to try somewhere else i really want to go to ireland i like oh, my family's yeah. my family's planning for that after uh the siblings and i graduate so hopefully that doesn't get screwed by 
COVID and the yeah. world ending. So. Oh yeah, dude. Fingers crossed. I, I can't imagine like the end of this this school year still having COVID, but dude, honestly, who knows at this point? I, I was saying I can that. Imagine it. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. Well, since like know. since this started, I was like, dude, there's no way it'll get to the summer. Got to the summer, and now it's like December. It's still going on. So yeah, I, I don't have a very good way of <laughs> telling the future. I guess I I should nah, not. Yeah. Yeah, I should not be a fake psychic. I'm not very it's convincing. All, it's all knock on wood at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, exactly. So um, you were on campus this semester still, right? I was. Uh, I Two of the three jobs I did on campus yeah. just straight up didn't exist because sports oh, wow. weren't a thing. Oh, right. And, uh, yeah, so I came back home a little early. But I trudged through to November, so I dude, that's proud good. Of that's, that. Yeah, that's <laughs> dude, that's a big percentage of the semester for sure. But, yeah. Uh, what were those jobs you used to do? Did you uh, record video of like the sports games, or what did you do? Yeah, I would film them, highlight reels, like edit the highlight reels for games, and then oh, I would nice. Occasion, like I would do. There were two different types of like camera work you could be on game like on the game streaming or on the game recording and like editing oh, yeah. for the highlight reel later right and uh yeah between those three things it was just kind of like constant work up at school like oh, wow. I, yeah. I was hanging out and kind of you know seeing friends and not like going crazy but it you know with no sports you couldn't even go party it was like Right, sitting yeah. in a dorm i wasn't making money and all i was doing was school work like right it was, yeah it was just like drilling on my brain yeah so. no dude absolutely and spending so much to be like living at school when you don't really get the college experience is like kind of kind of crazy yeah yeah dude for sure i don't know if you'll remember this too but I remember there was, like, I think when we were, like, freshmen in high school, there was, like, one kid that I think worked for the media center that would always record, like, every event and stuff. I think he was, like, this really tall, blonde kid with a beanie on, like, 24-7, like, slanted hair. I don't know his name, probably, though. That totally sounds yeah. like Connor. <laughs> Dude, that's, that, that probably is. I, I never knew who that kid was, but, like, my first memories of high school, like, the first year was just that kid with his camera at, like, every school event. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Dude, I had a that feeling you know who that time. was. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's wild. Dude, I've I've barely seen like any Woburn kids in forever. Dude, I had Holiday Lane on the podcast a couple weeks ago, like Jeff Abbott's band. Nice. Yeah, that was that was a solid time. Dude, had you ever uh seen them perform or I think they've only been like together like a year. I was year gonna or two. say, yeah, no, I, I remember Jeff, he uh Oh, I forget he filled in for one of our there was a band i forget oh i'm gonna sound like a, i'm gonna sound like a jerk i forget who it was but he filled in for somebody in a band i remember yeah. i remember jeff playing at northstone i like once yeah. but um i know it wasn't like his official like project he was just filling in for a friend right but nah yeah good good guy dude for sure dude he's such a good drummer it's wild I, I remember, like, in high school, like, during uh, lunch, I'd, like, almost never actually go to lunch. I'd just go to the band room. Jeff would always be there just, like, wailing yeah, on I've, that drum set. I walked by one time, and uh, I heard, I walked, like, through the uh, hallway that had, like, the, uh, it, there was, like, a glass pane on the door. Yeah. And uh, I just looked in, and I saw him going nuts. Yeah. Like, Look at Jeff. 
Dude, it's awesome. And I love that it's like, dude, no one would ever like tell him to stop or like go to class or whatever. They were just like, the teachers, I guess, were just enjoying like the drum music. Yeah. <laughs> from the between, band him and, between him and like Joe Pino, the, the, oh, the yeah. halls were filled with yeah. music. <laughs> yeah, dude. Pino was in there when I was in there a lot too. Yeah. And, uh, I remember uh, Mr. Gilberti walked in one day. He was like, Jack, you know, with how much you're in this room, you probably should have joined the music program. It's like, Gilberti, I don't play any instruments. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but now I play guitar. So, dude, it's <laughs> getting there. I'm a late bloomer, yeah. I guess, but <laughs> I've yeah, found my way my there. Yeah, that's my biggest regret. I never took any music things in high school for no reason. It was just like, meh, screw it. Right. No, dude, dude same here. Like, dude, honestly, like, I barely had time with, like... Dude, uh, school and stuff. Dude, I think I took school a little too seriously. <laughs> it took up, like, so much time, dude. But, um, yeah, you were really into, like, music, though, during, like, high school and stuff, right? Just, like, not playing. But, dude, I remember, I think the first time I ever heard of Sleeping with Sirens was from you in, like, middle school, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. It was just very, like, heavily music-influenced. Like yeah things i would wear stuff i would do it was all just kind of like it would involve in some way music i don't know right like no. would, hanging out with scott i know uh like going to concerts just kind of became like a social thing really right right for sure uh is he still in a band and stuff i know uh, attraction to tragedy was his band for a while right yeah, I know they're still active. I don't know if uh, he's currently doing drums for them. I don't know what that situation is, but I do know he is streaming on Twitch. Oh, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's still activity. Yeah, that's awesome. Does that he has... have, like, the Kiss uh, face makeup on in those streams, dude? No, no. <laughs> he's he's usually, like, hanging out with his dog and uh, uh, going, going hard in, like, Fortnite and things like that. Dude, that's awesome. Oh, I didn't know if he was streaming, like, drum solos or something. I know, uh... No, yeah, video yeah. games, things oh, like I that. Oh, I got you, I got you, I would, okay. I would actually... I, would, I wouldn't be surprised... Or, or I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he started doing that, because especially with, like, the COVID stuff, like, people... Yeah. Musicians have been streaming their, like, just performances and stuff, and, like, I can't tell if it's, like, good or if yeah. it's just, like, this, like we need something you know right, so here's, right. A, here's an instagram live stream yeah. of me like playing your favorite songs so. dude, honestly yeah i've seen like reddit live streams of dudes just doing like wild bass solos and stuff dude, there, there was one reddit live stream i forget what it was called it was like the um psychology gecko or something it was just like a dude dressed in a gecko suit with like green face paint on just like taking calls from like listeners and giving them like advice like like he was a psychologist or something but then like someone came on and was like hey psychology gecko dude i think i have some like disease or like mental disorder or something and the guy was just like dude i think you need an actual psychologist you should not be talking to me right now <laughs> call a doctor that's not dressed up like a lizard yeah <laughs> dude honestly i when i saw it it was like pretty late at night too i was like dude how is this real am i like actually yeah. asleep right now but dude reddit is a beautiful place That's sometimes so yeah <laughs> honestly but yeah i know it's really like a lot of like professional musicians the last like year has been so tough because dude touring is how they make most of their money 
and not having touring is like, okay, dude, what am I supposed to do? Mm. And so dude, thankfully I know some would just do like acoustic records of like their songs, just like acoustic. Cause they're not in the studio or whatever. Right. So they, they're finding some ways, but, um, it's kind of wild. Uh, what concerts would like you and Scotty go to back in the day and stuff? So a lot of like warp tour type bands and stuff. Most of the, I, I wasn't really like a warp tour kid, but like right. any concerts he was playing, I would go to. Really. Oh, okay. Like, oh, I got you. Like see my friend and also like help out, I guess. Like I enjoyed being like the drum tech, I guess. And oh, nice dude. I, I was into the music. Like I kind of don't really listen to like heavier stuff anymore, but like, right. It was it was cool at the time. It was fun to like mosh with my friends. And yeah, stuff. Oh. Dude, dude, for sure. Yeah, I go in and out of like phases where like, dude, sometimes I'll just listen to Dragon Force and like speed metal a little bit. But then mm-hmm. other times I'll just listen to country for a solid like two months. Just dude, I've yeah. got uh, Taylor Swift's uh, like self titled CD just in my car. Dude, that's it's a solid one. Teardrops on my guitar, dude. Dude, I think I was talking oh. about this in another. <laughs> another podcast taylor swift comes up too often dude but there's some solid songwriting on some of those early albums dude it's wild but uh what do you listen to now Uh, a lot of alex g been listening to uh and this is gonna sound insane but my buddy got me hip to 100 gex and (laughs) sort of sort of unironically but kind of ironically but like Dude, that well, dude, that, dude, it's wild, wild music, dude. At, at least someone's non-ironically enjoying it. Yeah, at least one person. Yeah, dude. Uh, so for for my uh, senior capstone, I'm building a guitar pedal with my group, and we sent out like a survey. Um, dude, I, I did I send that to you? I, I forget. I thought I sent it to. It might have been in the email. No, no, it, it would have been would have been a while ago, dude. I can't remember. I sent it to. Jeff and a couple other kids. I I can't remember if I sent it to you or not, but I I was trying to like figure out what people like guitarists look for in pedals and stuff. And uh, I one of the questions was what genres do you play? And one person put uh, as like because I had an other category, which probably was a mistake. One dude just puts like a hundred Gex covers as a genre they play, dude. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah, but half their answers just made no sense. It was like, this dude's definitely wicked high and just messing with me right now, but I, I appreciated it. <laughs> it was it was an interesting. Survey. I appreciate yeah. it. He cared. Dude, a- absolutely. You know, make the pedal so that anyone that's playing 100 Gex covers will be able to use it thoroughly and thoroughly enjoy it. <laughs> but, um, dude, with some of the like more kind of underground bands and stuff, like, Dude, I, I listen to a lot of kind of, like, borderline underground music, but I don't really actually know much about, like, the local scene or anything. Like, mm. dude, what's kind of, like, the vibe with some of that stuff? Like, I feel like a lot of the stuff that's kind of coming up now is, like, mom jeans, the sort of stuff, you know, for, like, kind of... I feel like a lot of the indie bands are just going down, like, the route of kind of mom jeans' sound, like, kind of emo without being, like, pop punk, you know what I mean? I I can't speak to like. I feel like it's just very mixed, you know. Yeah. If if you know like what you're looking for, you can find stuff, and a lot of 
it all comes back to COVID because I've just seen so many yeah. like the local venues and stuff just being shut down, which sucks. Right, but yeah. Dude, that's a the lot worst. of like coming together about it, which is also kind of cool in a weird way. Right. Um, but yeah, I feel like I don't know. The local scenes are always very like supportive of each other, and that's always cool to see. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I definitely want to get into that a little more once like COVID's over, dude. I'm mm-hmm. like. I've been starting to write songs, but I do not have a good singing voice <laughs> at all. So I, I've been trying to find a singer, dude. But there's there's not too many like male singers out there. I feel like dude, I've met like a ton of girls that sing, but dude, usually if there's a guy that sings, he's already in a band, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah, it's whatever. I'll, I'll find someone eventually. I'm also gonna just on try to YouTube how to sing. I don't know if yeah. that's teach for, yourself. Yeah, dude. Honestly, taught oh, myself cool. guitar, so. We'll see about singing, too. <laughs> Do you have any interest in learning any instruments, Liam, or not really? Not really. I like my technical stuff. Right, I'm not, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a sound sound artist. I can take a good picture, I, li- I, I like <laughs> to think. But, uh... Dude, that's awesome. You're like, what's it called? Like, the rule of thirds or whatever? Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, that's my, that's my yeah. forte. Dude, there, <laughs> there we go. I don't know if uh, you knew Tyler Newcomb. He went to high school with us for like two years and then switched to like Minuteman or something. But he was uh, really that name sounds familiar. Yeah, dude, I'm trying to think. He he was good friends with like Bryce Welton and like some of those kids. Okay. That, and uh, he was like wicked into nature photography. So he taught me like rule of thirds and like all that stuff. Right, so, dude. I I should keep up with it more. I haven't really done photography too much in forever. But um, dude, I I feel like. Yeah, I, I think I was saying this earlier. I'm not good at person photography. It needs to be like trees, dude. I could I could give yeah. you a fantastic picture of trees, but as soon as like it's a picture of a person, it just comes out awkward. Just cannot do that. <laughs> Gotta learn how to make people look pretty. Yeah. <laughs> dude, honestly. But, um you ever think about going into like doing portraits and stuff like that? Or not yeah, really? Yeah, I, I was thinking recently I've been thinking of uh I know, like, Tasher kind of does the whole senior portraits thing, or they used to before yeah. the school stopped that. Yeah. Um, Dude, just print screen on Zoom this year. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I feel like even though they aren't doing, like, the high school portraits, people still go to them. So. Oh, yeah. Probably will, like, help them out for, like, a little winter or summer internship, something like that. Dude, that, yeah, that'd be awesome, dude. Definitely get some experience that sort of thing. But that's awesome. So, uh, have you like with school? Do they supply like? Do they have a lot of different sorts of cameras you can try out, or are there a couple like standard ones? Or there's a few. They have like DSLRs and like Sony Pro cameras. Um, nice. A lot of the like photography or like videography classes they need like the depot yeah some of them they need you to like buy your own stuff which gets very pricey dude i can but... imagine yeah <laughs> yeah dude, that's cool yeah. like learning how to use like a new type of camera is kind of like just another tool in the toolbox a little bit and just like after, yeah. yeah just teaching you how to like learn new stuff i feel like because at the end of the day if if you know how to like learn how to do something you don't need to know how to do it dude i don't know if that made any sense <laughs> i i feel like the best yeah. thing about like using 
a bunch of stuff is that yeah. everything can go wrong in different ways so you learn like different ways to fix things like i've had so right. many problems with like the sony cameras that i can apply those solutions to like my camera that i use every oh, day yeah. like i don't know it's just it's cool to like actually feel like i'm learning something oh dude absolutely it's like uh, a lot of people look at a camera, barely know how to turn it on, and uh, just knowing like kind of one versus another and being able to apply stuff you learn, like, dude, that's awesome. But uh, dude, oh yeah, I also, dude, I I think you might have seen it on the outline. There's there's something I wanted to make sure I talked about today. I don't know if you saw the headlines about the Israeli government whistleblower dude saying that aliens exist and uh that there's a galactic federation i want to get i was curious about that yeah what because <laughs> i saw it was funny because the same day i read that outline i saw a tweet it was uh oh god it was um what, oh, it was like the galactic federation was founded before like uh like a medicare for all or something yeah. like that I'm, I'm butchering a joke which is my least favorite yeah. thing to do but is I, I I was just like Galactic Federal what and, but then I saw your outline, I was like, What's going on right now? The Space Force was a thing. That was like the president talking about this. Like Yeah, yeah, dude. So I'm not gonna act like I'm an expert, but I listen to a couple people talk about it, so I'll act like I'm an expert. I think that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> so uh basically this this guy that I think was like a high up in I think the space program or something. Uh, just everyone do their own research. Don't take what I say as gospel because I might be incorrect in, to a degree, but the gist is there for sure. Just kind of fact checking myself before I say too much. <laughs> but uh, this high up in the Israeli, I think, space program or something, he wasn't in it anymore. And I think he's probably in his 80s. So he's kind of kind of on the older side. But he came out and said, aliens exist. We've The governments have been communicating with them for years. There's actually an entire... Or, so the aliens, they've been doing tests on Earth, and the government's totally fine with it. There's a whole galactic federation, but Earth is not allowed to join because we still fight among ourselves, apparently. So the aliens aren't going to show themselves to I mean, the I people. I can see it's like a, I don't know, like a be better than before type mentality. It's, yeah. just, so, <laughs> it's just so like wacky. Yeah, yeah, dude, absolutely. And apparently, this guy was saying that Trump was going to blow the lid off this whole thing, tell everyone about the aliens, but people in his cabinet or something ended up convincing him not to mention it because humankind was not ready for it, I guess. But uh, I don't know. New aliens were getting brought up at some point this year. Yeah. It was coming eventually. Yeah, everything else has kind of come up this year, so it makes sense <laughs> that the aliens are in the equation a little bit. As soon as I like saw that headline, I texted one of my friends. I was like, "Dude, Tom DeLonge was right." Because I don't know how familiar you, <laughs> how familiar you are with Blink, but that dude went off the rails, like so obsessed with aliens and everything. Like he started some company called like To the Stars or whatever, and that was supposed to have to do with like space research to some degree. But I think mm. it was also kind of a lifestyle company because it's Tom DeLonge. <laughs> yeah. But, he was just on... selling his like space goggles. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you see it at night or something. Dude, probably. But he was on Rogan's uh, podcast like a couple years ago, at least, and he was saying that he uh, met with some like government official for the U.S. government that basically told him that like aliens existed and that they've like influenced like 
the world in certain ways and stuff. And Rogan was like, why would he be telling you this? Why, why are they just like Tom DeLonge needs to know this? <laughs> I think it was also in like an airport restaurant or something, which just makes it even sketchier. He was like, yeah. well, me being Tom DeLonge, I, I'm, I have this special position of being able to be a mouthpiece to the people. Like <laughs> Tom DeLonge, I think, I think you're That's getting <laughs> crazy. Yeah. But so, so what are your thoughts, Liam? Is this galactic federation actually a thing, dude? I hope. Yeah. I hope. Dude, that, cool. Yeah. Dude, I, I feel like that would be a unifying <laughs> thing. I feel like people wouldn't fight among themselves. It'd be like us versus the aliens at that point. If I get a jetpack from them, then <laughs> whatever. That's all I care about. Oh, yeah. But that was another that point. <laughs> that was another thing. They want to give us technology, but they won't till we stop fighting. That was part of it. You don't get in the Federation and you don't get our space technology till you stop fighting. <laughs> Good rules. Good rules. Yeah. Be peaceful. <laughs> Dude, exactly. They don't want to give us, like, the ray guns and the time machines, I guess, dude. Dude, what if... Dude, what if... Uh, I always think that time machines can't exist because someone would have come from the future already. But what if uh, the aliens are also, like, the time police and they make sure no one else goes into the past and messes up the past? Like, if that was anyone's job, dude, probably the Galactic Federation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, um... Dude, I I wrote out some questions for this because I was I was very curious. <laughs> so uh, sure, let's see it, dude. The lizard people. What are your what are your thoughts on the lizard people? Is that the, I feel like that's a conspiracy that kind of has to do with aliens. I remember right before you answer that in high school and uh, in English class, dude. Uh, I'll I'll bleep out his name after, but uh, B was like uh, saying in front of the class, he's like. Dude, I just watched this documentary on the lizard people. Dude, 100% like real. Like, dude, if, if you had a gun to my head and asked if the Queen of England was a lizard person, I'd say 100%, dude. No doubt in my mind. And, dude, that was probably the funniest moment of all of junior year of high school, dude. That was fantastic. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on the lizard people? I think, I don't know. It's more of a mentality. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 I think like calling Jeff Bezos a lizard person is is like factually correct. Yeah, saying he can like shape shift and do crazy shit with his face is it's bordering on the yeah. it's bordering on the uh, tinfoil hat, if I yeah. if I may. But no, yeah, I think he thinks like a lizard. He, he looks around and he's like food, sex, money. There's like the three <laughs> priorities of like the the mind or whatever oh yeah dude I, I can see it i saw something on like uh an educational snap story this morning or something dude you know how they have all those suggestions for random like snap stories mm -hmm. um there was one i guess like some reptiles like alligators and stuff they can just like freeze over the winter like they can just have their like snout or whatever like the alligator uh, nose is like sticking above the water there can be ice frozen around them they're just dangling underwater their whole like body freezes and like i don't i don't think they're conscious or whatever it's like hibernation but they just completely freeze which is wild i did shouts not know out like, <laughs> shouts out to 350 million years of evolution yeah <laughs> dude absolutely these uh alligators can just survive the winter now but um yeah, so, dude, what was I going to ask? Oh, yeah, if, 
if the aliens came out and had to choose sides, would you be like like an Earthist, Liam, or would you be like, dude, the aliens are the future and kind of just get on board with the aliens? I'm all for the aliens. There I'm we all go. For the aliens. <laughs> there we go. If the, <laughs> if the aliens go through this later, they they're gonna spare you, Liam. So this is smart thinking on your part. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, it's it's wild stuff, like. Dude, I never thought this would be, like, something actually in the news. But it uh, could just be the ramblings of, like, an 80-something-year-old man. But, dude, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's a metaphor. Dude, I don't know. Anything can get in the news nowadays. That's that's one thing I've learned. Yeah, yeah, as dude. As, it, as long as it's, like, big enough, as stupid as, like, I don't know how to put that into, like, ex- an explanation. You just gotta... Yeah. Dude, if, if, if you're loud enough... <laughs> yeah, you... yeah. Yeah, if you're loud enough, people will listen, even if they shouldn't be. It's like, dude, I feel like at this point, it's like, dude, everyone is like, dude, I got my facts. And, like, there's two facts that say the complete opposite thing. Like, dude, one of these isn't a fact. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> but, it's, uh, yeah. dude, it's it's wild times. But, yeah, you know, who knows? Maybe there'll be a UFO landing in uh, my yard soon enough, dude. I'll, I'll send pictures if it does, <laughs> if they don't just... <laughs> destroy the I'll universe first right yeah. down the road oh yeah i'm, I'm, I'm flying by <laughs> dude exactly yeah you'll, you'll see it in the oh, sky and you'll, you'll see the glowing green lights or whatever probably green lights dude, i'll uh, drink the kool-aid yeah <laughs> dude there we go dude i feel like there's so much like crazy worlds that like exist that we just like don't know about till like comes out like tiger king or half this stuff dude carol baskin killed her husband i think this is like yeah, my third right. time <laughs> this is my third time saying the tigers yeah like... <laughs> dude exactly <laughs> <laughs> kind of wild that's legal like you can just you can have tigers dude or I, I guess mean, they lived in texas right anything is legal down there dude was it texas dude i couldn't I, for some reason i thought it was one of the carolinas or something but... i have no idea i didn't want <laughs> full disclosure like i haven't watched tiger king <laughs> oh okay but you know she killed her husband though so no 100 <laughs> dude a- absolutely and like one of the other guys so there was her and then there was doc something like Dude, it wasn't Doc Holiday because that's the Wild West dude. But the, mm-hmm. Like Doc something uh, also had a ton of tigers. He also had a ton of wives. He'd just get these like young eighteen-year-old girls to like wear leopard print bikinis and like work at his like Myrtle Beach tiger show, and then they'd end up becoming his wives after a while. He probably had like eight wives. They all like lived in separate houses, but I think like on the same street or something. Like, that is mental. Dude, it's it's crazy. Dude, what something I was getting into in the documentary is, dude, tigers are powerful. So when a dude has tigers, people start viewing him like differently. Like they kind of, he seems <laughs> like this like protector slash like all powerful god sort of thing. Which, dude, is especially when you're feeding those tigers meth. Yeah, <laughs> nobody's nobody's messing with that guy. Yeah, dude, exactly. Yeah, dude, don't want up tigers. Yeah. Dude, absolutely. So, dude, I'd hundred percent recommend that documentary. Though I think think you'd find it wild, but it's it's kind of crazy. There's another documentary I watched, dude. Uh, Netflix documentaries are just something I spend too much time on, but I think it <laughs> it enriches my life a little bit. It makes me seem like I know a lot about things I only know the amount they talked about in the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> but there is this like McMillian scam or whatever, like 
back in the 90s, there'd be like a Monopoly sort of game that McDonald's would do. And if you get like the winning game piece or whatever on like your soda cup, you'd win like a ton of money, dude. I forget how much, but uh, it ended up uh, it, the whole thing was rigged. Like the mob was behind it and all like... Dude, when I actually think yeah. I heard about that because like, yeah. it was basically just a laundering scheme. Yeah, yeah, basically McDonald's didn't know about it that it was a uh, scam, and like the printing company didn't. But one of the guys at the printing company was like decided that he was gonna really just kind of make a lot of money from the whole thing, and I think a lot of people started winning in the same area of Florida and the majority of them had Italian last names. So that's, that's a pretty big red flag. That... I remember if it was the same thing, there was a, there was like a sweepstakes thing. It was McDonald's. And yeah. One of the like head honcho, like he wasn't like a CEO or whatever, but he was like in charge of the distribution of the money. And yeah. he knew which like cup had the winning thing so yeah, he yeah. like tracked it down and like stole all the money for himself. Like he like went in oh, incognito wow. and was like, "Oh, I just won! Like, give me my three million dollars." And like, yeah, he just like left with all the money, and like nobody's ever heard anything. Like, oh wow! <laughs> McDonald's is just like throwing that stuff. Yeah, out. Just... dude. Honestly, at least at least these guys they they kind of made like a crime ring of it, and they they'd find people that they thought would like get involved and. Honestly, though, once they told them a certain amount, it was basically like, you have to do this or we're going to kill yeah. you or whatever. So it, it got dark pretty fast, dude. But it was it was kind of wild. Like, dude, you should stop just giving it to all Italians. Like, <laughs> Or they, they had a little bit of diversity in there just to try to get them off the tails. But dude, it, it took someone being like a whistleblower for them to actually like figure it out. But mm -hmm. um Dude, that was wild. Not as wild as the Tiger King, but still pretty wild, dude. Yeah, nothing's wilder than the Tiger King. Dude, absolutely. Dude, so what do you think, Liam? You gonna start a giant like tiger farm someday? Is that in the cards for you? <laughs> Possibly, if everything works out. Dude, there we go. Dude, if you could have one Oh dude, that's your dog. I thought that was a monkey got, at first. Like <laughs> got one uh got one animal right here. <laughs> there we go, right on cue. I legitimately thought it was like a monkey at first. Like I don't know where my head's at. Like I think it, it might as well be. <laughs> dude, that's awesome. I think this is the first animal on the podcast. I thoroughly appreciate it. <laughs> Shouts out to Finn. <laughs> yeah. Dude, honestly, making podcast history right here. Yeah. But okay, dude, I, th I think this is a solid episode. Uh, Liam Robinson, thank you. This is a wrap on episode seven of Floodlandia. <laughs>